Hello, and welcome to our Vibe Tribe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jana. And I'm your other host, Casey. This podcast, we are seeking to bring people together from near and far, from all walks of life and with different viewpoints. So we welcome you to our Vibe Tribe. So how are you, Casey? How's your week been? Oh, my week's been, <laughs> it's been up and down, you could really? say. How so? What's going on? <laughs> well, I got some incredible news, but with that news, it sparked some, some stress at the same time. So as we've discussed on this podcast before, but this episode has not aired yet. So I'll just repeat this for people who do not know. Um, I have been suffering uh, infertility due to having PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome and uh, stage one endometriosis. Okay. And uh, my husband and I have been trying to get pregnant, as you know, Jana, for the past 11 years. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And it's been unsuccessful. And we recently found out that my husband needed to do something on his end and have a surgery. And so he just had that surgery about four months ago, and he's all healed from it. And I had had a surgery about two years ago, this will be two years, June, um, to get myself right. So now we've been given the green light to continue on our fertility journey because my husband's surgery was a complete wonderful success and everything's looking good and so yeah so we're going to be starting IUI again and when I found out this news the doctor's like well when's your next cycle and I said in three days he's like well we've got a lot of work to do let's just (laughs) so it was just like it was game on again you know I was in the flow and then we took like about five months off to for my husband had the surgery, you know, of course to heal right. and all that. Right. And uh, so it was just like immediate. So, you know, it's to the races we go and we're like over the moon. My husband was like, I can't even believe how well my numbers have improved with sperm analysis. And so we are over the moon. but this latest period I had was a little rocky now since I've had that surgery I I mentioned almost two years ago uh my periods have been I've been so in awe of like wow this is what like a quote-unquote normal period a normal person should feel like on their period and I wasn't having like before the surgery, I was in horrific pain all the time. I was always having cyst bursts and my periods had been irregular until I got on metformin about um, eight years ago. And now with them being normalized, it, it just, it, it was always really rough for me. My periods were always rough and I always had a condition called PMDD uh, and I've sought help for that while I was on my period, you know. um, Hold on, what is that? So it's, I don't know the exact PMDD. 
So premenstrual depression, something, something it's, it's depression that comes with your menstrual cycle, but it's like the, it's not just like the blues or what a normal person would go through with a little anxiety or a little, this is like bipolar almost oh, depression. Wow. This is like mood swings from hell. This is rage. Oh, wow. And my mom can tell when this is going to happen. She said my, she says my whole demeanor changes. I carry myself differently. I do not look like Casey anymore. My eyes do not look like my eyes. I completely morph into a different person. Possession. Oh boy. The pretty. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it feels like. It just feels like I feel like this, this dark hood comes over this veil and it just covers everything and everything is just influenced by this outlook. Oh, wow. It's like the reverse of rose colored glasses. It's like, you know, and the slightest thing set me off and I go from zero to 100 more so than I normally do. You know, I'm already, you know, how I am already. I'm already reactive. I'm reactive. I can be dramatic. No. Okay. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> We've discussed this before. You know, I am, you know, I, I'm real about who I am. But this is like a whole nother level. And uh, I have not suffered from it since the surgery. Oh, so wow. it's been almost two years and it's been beautiful. And I can I barely feel it. I'm like, oh. I'm bleeding. Like that would never happen before. I would know where I'm getting my period. It'd be so many warning signs, you know, and it's been like this beautiful experience, but you know, so of course, like we get this good news. And then I have this, like, I'm just back there again. And I just, just spiraled. I just spiraled. Well, and I think the older that we get, the more it's no longer the, oh, surprise, Aunt Flo is in town. It's now more of a, oh my God, I hurt and I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> well, that's always the way I've been until the surgery. Oh, With the surgery, it was like, oh, you know what you just said? Oh, here's my flow. It's all good. Okay, just go with it. I've never been that way. I've always been. Oh my God, brace for dear life. I'm in so much pain. I'm a level like 13 out of, you know, 10. You yeah, know, yeah. like I've always been, it's always been horrible for me. And that's why my doctor definitely, if I weren't to get pregnant, wanted me to get a hysterectomy because he's like, we need to put you out of this <laughs> You know? And for me, I would say in, up until in my twenties, I was never like, I was regular, but it varied. Sometimes I was regular for a while. Sometimes I wasn't, Mm -hmm. there was never a whole lot of pain until I got into my thirties. Oh, I got into my thirties and it's like on a, in a ball on the floor, don't ask me to move because it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. That's and so I've had the aunt flows in town. <laughs> and then I've had the, 
please don't look at me cross-eyed because I can't handle anything more. That's how cut a bitch. <laughs> right. Like, okay, please be very kind with me. My body is very pissed off. I'm hurting like hell. And oh, oh I'm just going to try and breathe. So I get both sides of it, but having that dramatic period be your norm, I'm surprised you still have ovaries in a uterus. I would have had it yanked a long time ago. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still alive or that I'm not in jail. <laughs> oh God, yes. You mean I'm getting a call at three o'clock in the morning? Um, we have a situation. <laughs> Um, we may have something in a tarp that I need help with. Bring your shovel. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, and my poor mother and poor anyone in my path, you know, and it's, you know, you know me, you know, I'm not now this PMD, PMDD cannot come with rage or just outright mental breakdown where I'm just crying and I can't catch my breath and I'm making myself rope I'm crying so much and I'll cry for like an hour or two on end like just like everything the world my world is coming to an end in that moment but the rage isn't always accompanied by it it it, but sometimes it does and it just reared its ugly head I was just like ready to like just run away and start a whole new life I was over everyone everything like it was just like and my mom was like oh my gosh can we just take a breath you know where this is coming from I'm like I know and she's like well if you know you can control it I'm like no I can't and the doctors have you know tried to give me some you know anti-anxiety meds or antidepressants I take like few days before I know that it's going to rear its ugly head and just take it during that time just to get me through because I'm not I can be an anxious person yes but I'm not all the time and I can be you know a little depressed but my depression is situational it's when I'm in pain when I'm not feeling well um you know it's not all the time so I'm not in need of those medicines all the time I just need them when on a need you know as needed basis especially specifically around that time of the month um but unfortunately they've never put a dent in it (laughs) they've either made it worse or just not done anything at all and so I've kind of given up on that route Mm. you know but my mom's like man she's like let's just hope you get pregnant (laughs) this first round of IUI back because she's like man you could do without your period for two years you know she's like you could do without it and um the doctor wants to after the babies are done nursing anyway he wants to do a hysterectomy anyway Mm -hmm. um so I know it'll be coming soon but but yeah you but you know I'm not I'm not an angry person it takes Mm -mm. so it, I can get a little annoyed, but I'm not like rage. I'm not so, I'm not like a, a warrior. I won't like, I'm not someone who just flies off the handle in anger for no reason. Well, clarification. Someone who is a warrior does not always, is not always hyper-reactive. <laughs> yes, but I mean, I'm not, re- I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Right. I've never been. 
I, you know, like I used to, you know, I used to be teased relentlessly as a kid and kids would beat me up and I would never throw a punch. Yeah. I just never, so I'm just not that kind of person, but man, did I want to take someone's head off? I didn't care if it was a client at work. I didn't care if it was my boss, you know, my husband, I was, I told mom, I want to punch someone so hard and that never, that's not me. So my uh, (laughs) daughter has joined us. So you will hear all of her cute little baby noises in the background. And so she's going to add in her two cents to whatever we have to say. We love you. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe she's going to be six months. (laughs) Oh, the time just flew and look at you. So bright eyed. Yes. And beautiful and smart. Wonderful. Yes. Oh, so sweet. One of the things that comes to mind in this February season, your birthday month, which um, is very interesting because uh, February is a short month, you know, 27, 28 days, which means that Casey's birthday is my half birthday. Because the 30th is not in February, so it falls to the end of the month. No. How come we never realized this before? I don't know. Oh. Salara, I have no idea. Um, But I was thinking about my half birthday, and I was like, oh my gosh. No wonder we're like two sides of a coin. (laughs) Yes, it makes all the sense in the world. And then our half birthdays. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I'm a yes. Virgo moon, so. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Virgo moon too. It's wonderful. <laughs> so, but, you know, in this month of love. Yes. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about all the different kinds of love. Because everybody's always stuck on the relationship love and you know your significant other but there's so many other kinds of love you know there's the there's the love that happens when you have a child and the way that your heart just expands and the way that your your world just completely changes and she's not Casey how about you tell us what you think and I'm I'm gonna work on trying to get Solara okay yeah yeah let's do it calm maybe even sleepy place yes exactly (laughs) all right so talking about different forms of love so Jana was talking about the love that just explodes out of you the moment you become a mother for me, even just finding out that I can be a mother at this point um, after all these years makes me explode with love. And I cannot wait to experience that kind of all-encompassing love. And I can't wait to hear more from Janet about that uh, a little later. Uh, and then there's, you know, just love between friends. I think that's like the most special kind of love that I've had in my life. Um, besides the love I have for my family, of course. 
um, and my husband. Uh, I just love how friends can come at you with love from a place that is just so understanding. Like, I have so many friends who just love me exactly for who I am and what I bring to the table. And that includes all my faults. <laughs> it includes even the things that I don't even like about myself. Like they, they just accept that and they embrace that. And that kind of intimacy that I get through my friendship sometimes is even more rewarding than any other kind of love that I can have. <laughs> and um I'm sorry I'm seeing Jan <laughs> the baby pulling Janice hair she's so cute <laughs> uh, but you know I, I I feel like there is a special bond between friends especially girlfriends and there is so much more um depth to those kinds of relationships and so much of a level of trust with longtime girlfriends that you know I'm starting to experience with my husband but you know it takes a long time to cultivate and girlfriends are just like one of the greatest gifts in the world I mean I, I can you know I can just be as silly as I want to as raw as I want to be and the acceptance is there the of understanding of is course there. you know honestly case <clears throat> we when you have someone that you just connect with on a soul level and you know that you have had previous lives experiences whatever your view is, you know, and you find each other in this world, it is one of the greatest things you could ever imagine. Because, Such a gift. Yeah, you've got that connection with this person. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think, Solara? Um, you know, you've got this connection with these people that they get you on a different level. Mm-hmm. They do. I, I, you know, and I was thinking back to like when we, how we met and like within the first five minutes of like knowing you and talking to you, I was like, holy shit, I've known you all my life. Like I felt so blessed to have met you. And <laughs> the story of how we met is absolutely hilarious. You mean your um, mom picking me up at the community pool? yes oh. it was the best blind date ever <laughs> my, mom, my mom comes home and she's like so I was at the pool and I met this really cool girl there I'm like okay and she's like yeah she's like she's new in town she's spunky she wants to go out she's young like you and she's like and now that you're you know back home and you're stuck here for the summer and everything and 
you know, you don't have your college friends here. You know, I think you should really meet up with her. I think you guys would really get hit it off and get along. And, you know, and also she needs someone to take her around town and get her familiar with the area, help her find like clubs and hangouts and stuff. I, I think you get, get along really great. I'm like, ma, like what? <laughs> clubs, clubs in Williamsburg, Virginia. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you mean all the places that the old folks shut down? <laughs> the clubbing scene. William and Mary was so hot. Oh, yeah. College yeah, jelly and all. Oh, don't forget the green leaf. <laughs> oh, my God. The green leaf was it. And that's where we met, right? For our first no, we, went, we went to dinner at Corner Pocket. Corner Pocket. That's right. That was the other hangout. Before, and you weren't there during the Jewish mother when I when I first moved here in high school that was burnt down unfortunately and that was the place to be uh <laughs> but yeah I was like I, I felt so awkward I was like okay you want me to just call this random girl I sat there and looked at the phone number forever I'm like <laughs> and it was almost like calling a guy for the first time I didn't know what to do <laughs> Like, I don't even know what I said. Um, yeah, my mom said you want to hang out. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. It was hilarious. She's like, Casey, from what I remember, you're like, so I hear you're new in town and my mom thinks we might click. So do you want to go get dinner? Yes, I think that's pretty much the long and short of it right there. But God, I, I, you know, like just in talking to you, I think we, we ended up spending a lot longer than I thought. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go meet this girl. I'm probably going to hang out for like 30 minutes. I'm out, you know, like <laughs> it's kind of like a blind date. Like I'm going to be out. <laughs> like I had an extra exit strategy and everything, but God, it was just like coming home. Like you are my soul sister. And like immediately I, you know, I'm going to say I fell in love with you. I fell in love with your, your passion, your energy, your beliefs. We had so much in common, but yeah, what was yeah. really cool is I knew that I had so much to learn and to gain from you as well. And, you know, I was thinking about Valentine's day with it coming up and everything. And, um, I got invited to a Galentine's day, um, event and unfortunately, I can't make it because the Super Bowl will fall on Valentine's Day this year. And I promised my husband that we were going to do Super Bowl stuff. Um, but uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, and I, I, she was saying, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, the, the friend who invited me, who you know, our mutual friend, Emily, I was talking to her and you know, she was saying uh, that it was nice because I was on, on the phone with her. I was talking to her. I said, oh, I said, I hope you guys have a really great, you know, Galentine's Day and everything. And, you know, I was talking about how special it is to like, you know, have that. And I'm looking back, I'm like, I didn't think we had Galentine's Day, but I do remember getting together with my girls, you know, if we were single and, you know, I don't know if this counts as Galentine's Day, but God, we used to just go ahead and get rip roaringly drunk. <laughs> Talk about the no good men in our lives that rejected us or hurt us. Or <laughs> so I guess that's a version of Galentine's Day, but I think 
Valentine's Day is taking on a lot more um, class <laughs> than when I was young. Um, you know, I think it's like a whole a whole thing of like watching movies and it's like an actual like sweet thing, you know, exchange like little thoughtful gifts and things like that. But that sisterhood is like, is awesome and it always sees you through. Well, and I remember like, if we were both unattached, like we would go out for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We'd go, we'd go do something. And it would be, it wouldn't be like the day before, like, you know, we would just make it about us. It would still be on Valentine's day. I guess I never looked at Valentine's day as only about the, the, the love relationships between men and women. I feel like I've always looked at it. as just love in general between everybody. Cause my mom used to get me like little Valentine's day things. And my dad, you know, it's about just about love. So vibe tribe, my daughter had a meltdown and we decided it was better to pause and for her to experience whatever her emotions were versus trying to calm her down while we were recording so right now my mom has been here for two weeks and she has been spending time with us and helping me with all of the things that happen when you have a family and um so mom and I were trying to settle her down and you know sometimes kids just need time to cry Sometimes they just need time to let it out. And yeah. And back to our conversation. This is when I feel like the love for your child deepens even more. Because some people react and they react in a way that they're just, oh my God. Why can't you just shut up? Mm. For me, it's okay. You're, you're having your emotions. You're having whatever you're trying to express. I'm here to hold you. I'm here to lay you down and try and distract you. I'm here to give you a bottle. I'm here to give you a pacifier. I'm here to take you in front of the mirror and distract you by you looking at your reflection. You know, I just, for me, I guess I put myself in her shoes and think about how hard it would be not to be able to say, Hey mom, right now I want a bottle right now. I want to go to sleep and I'm not sure which one's going to work. (laughs) Exactly. That's how I've always felt. Yeah. So for me, this is when my love for her deepens even more. And the other times are the first time she said, mama. Oh my gosh. The first time she said, I love you. Mm -hmm. And, And just hearing her little sighs and, and seeing her beautiful laugh and, and her beautiful smile and just 
just appreciating the fact that this little one came out of me. Was a miracle. Was it hell? Yes. Yes, it was. It was hell. But I have been blessed with the most sunshine spirit that I'm so grateful for her. And I'll tell you a little story. So my husband and I were trying to figure out names. And one day I was just thinking about it and I just get this really strong feeling of mommy, my name is Solara. Like, okay, I've had inspiration before. I've never had my child speak to me who's inside my body right now, but this is the first time I've gotten this far along in being pregnant. So, okay. <laughs> and so I talked to my husband about it and he has um, a niece that is named Solaris. Oh, and, and so we're looking up Solara and, and it means sun. And it was so hilarious. And Mon is like talking to her and laughing with her. And he's like, if you love your name, then great. I will totally take credit and we'll tell you the story of your mom. If you don't like your, your name, it's all your mom's fault. <laughs> And so, but it just kept on coming to me. And then we had another name, which is his sister's name as Mira. And we were, you know, going between the two. Mm -hmm. And then I had the numerology done on her name and on both of the names. And we just found that the spirit that we felt that she was, was closer to Solara. And boy, is she the sunshine in our world. She is the happiest baby I have ever seen. So when she starts crying and she's upset, you know, it's a big deal. Yeah. Because Normally she is laughing and smiling and getting bashful and just a sweetheart. So, and now she's asleep. So we can continue on our discussion. She definitely lives up to her name. Yeah. <laughs> the name yeah. is very befitting. Vibe Tribe, thank you for um, just having some patience because we're real we are real women living in the 21st century mm -hmm. and we are not trying to sugarcoat our lives we're not trying to be something that we're not we're have you ever seen that picture of the apple standing in the mirror no Oh my gosh. It's this apple that is seeing its reflection in the mirror and it is the perfect red, beautiful apple, but on the backside of it, it's got a big hole in it because somebody took a bite. <laughs> and <laughs> the 
question on on the picture is what my life looks on looks like on Facebook mm-hmm. versus what it is in real life. Yeah. And so for everyone who's listening to us, we're not being the reflection of the perfect apple. No. That's not, that's not our goal. We're far from it. We've <laughs> um as you can tell, we're not always going to be all sunshiny and, you know, all roses all the time either, no, you know, especially, especially when Casey's about to go on her period. Good <laughs> Lord, heaven help us. We're lucky to all be alive. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're real and we're authentic yeah. mm-hmm. and claws and all. Yeah stumbling over words not being able to find the words having brain fog on some days and no. we just appreciate that you stick it out with us and we hope that you're as real with us we you know we want to get to know our listeners and that's another love that's growing in my heart oh, it's for our listeners who keep coming back and yeah. listening to our little new podcast and we're growing already so thank it's, you it's amazing and we I look forward to the day when we have like a, a vibe tribe get together. <laughs> yes. You know, a little mini like, convention. <laughs> I'm thinking more of a retreat center. Oh, oh my gosh. Amen. Yes. You know, like some kind of retreat center, whether it's at the beach or in the mountains mm-hmm. and where we can just hang out and share yeah. stories and record a podcast where we've got these these wonderful listeners who are sharing their ideas and we're interviewing them and and just sharing life yes you know the this world is a really really scary place when you don't have love yeah and i can't even imagine i can't even imagine I can't either. You know, if the concept of love was not part of our makeup, this would be a very screwed up world. Would. And it's love is what keeps me going. (laughs) I think it keeps the world going. I I think that and and the more that love grows the better off we could all be. And we're not talking about the intimate, sappy love. Mm-mm. This is love for your fellow human beings. This is love and appreciation for the beautiful world that we have and how we can preserve it and take care of it because it's yes. a gift. Oh my gosh, I've been, I've been watching um, Earth on the Disney Plus channel. Oh, I love that. With w- Will Smith. Uh-huh. The m- I fall more and more in love with our complex, ever-evolving world. And I cannot believe how n- there is not enough love to preserve it and save it at a grand level that it needs to be in order to prevent a lot of things that are going to happen and a lot of issues we're going to see in the in the terms of how climate change is going to affect weather how we're going to have more hurricanes and more tornadoes and more blizzards and you name it 
you know, it's coming because we haven't loved and ta- we've taken the, or we've taken that love for granted, that love that the planet has for us to sustain us and that we have for the planet. We t- we've taken that, that relationship for granted. Yeah. And thank God there are people out there, you know, like the people that Will Smith is interviewing, doing the work. Yeah. It's... I don't, I don't understand where that fell apart. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't, maybe because it doesn't fit in the patriarchal society of control. I I don't know. I think it has to do with technology as well. well. I definitely think that tech has an issue with it, but. And, and well, it, I think it has a lot to do with it. And I'm not just talking about new tech. I'm talking about old tech. I'm talking about, you know, factories and industry when that first came about mm-hmm. and, you know, just all. And of course we didn't know much about pollutants and what they could do to the air. But just progress, technological innovation, like everything that's ended up in our landfills that can't be broken down by the environment or metals and, and, and plastics and stuff used in our, you know, electronics, all that's polluting the earth, like all this, you know, like, and just all this industry, that's when things started getting out of control. And also think about like, you know, it just even our growing population and having to service a growing population and like how many cows we need to sustain people who eat meat and who like beef. I mean, and all the, the gases they're putting into the air, but then Um, it's dangerous. The cows are dangerous. The abundance of cows we have to, to satiate our need for meat. You know, so it's a very layered. It is layered. And I also look at it as, you know, yes, we've got all this industry that has caused problems. But the bigger problem is, why is it a problem in the first place? While this development was going on, why wasn't there or why wasn't it a bigger deal to make sure that the consumable products that are made aren't something that doesn't impact the earth. It's because of money. Well, first of all, it's because when when we get these new things, we don't know the impacts of them, the implication until years and years down the road. But also it's about money. It costs more to make a meatless meat than it is to just slaughter cows and breed cows and all this. And, you know, to make a, 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 a laptop for instance like we're on that you know it's biodegradable it's going to go up so much and we can't afford that not with what we get paid in the united states and well you know like even it just costs more as consumers there's a level of responsibility of understanding but the people who produce the tech oh absolutely they they should have already had something in place that of how the 
how the footprint can be can be reduced. So, well, I think there are people out there innovating and doing that, but they're you know there's just there. But I think it should be the responsibility of the person who creates the tech. I think yes, but there's so many other factors that go into it. It's just on the the creator, but then you have to get it mass produced. You have to sell it to another company. You know, there's a lot more, there's a lot of steps that go into it. And a lot of parties involved. So how much, you know, with how much good intent me as a creator, I might have my product goes through so many different people and so many different things to get to where it needs to be that I, I that you lose control of that. And that, you know, what, what you may intend may be overridden by someone else at higher up that you know says well i'm funding this project for you and i say mm-hmm. that it's more profitable for me if we forgo that and we make it with cheaper plastics that aren't biodegradable you know so some you know a lot of it comes with a lot of bargaining and if we didn't have to bargain so much and if our interests aligned more if we all yeah. collectively looked out for the good of humanity then yeah. we wouldn't have these issues but there are so many people who just don't give a shit well and it all comes down to money it all comes down to greed Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't know what the answer is because we're we're locked into this system of financial growth Mm mm-hmm Yes, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's you know. I just I don't I don't know what the answer is. I I know that I do my part to recycle. I do my part to mm-hmm. reduce waste as much as I can. And yeah. you it, know, it's becoming more and more important to me as I've evolved in my own evolvement you know, as a star seed, as a, you know, as a, as your awareness awareness grows. Yeah. And my compassion and my heart. Yeah. You know, back to the love. Yeah. Back to the love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the love you must have for your mother who's shown up you know, and it's being there and helping you out. God, that's a beautiful thing. It has been such a beautiful experience because she was here for a month right after I gave birth to my daughter. And she's been here for two weeks this time. And it has been such a beautiful experience to be able to understand her on a different level. Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, being my mother, yeah watching, watching her be a grandmother um appreciating all of the ways that she has tried to help me in the life changes that are going on in my world and my appreciation for my mother has completely evolved and i've always loved my mom let's be real she's a wonderful mm-hmm. person but my appreciation for who she is has immensely grown. Well, and now you know on a completely different level 
as a mother yourself now, you, you understand that some of the choices that she had, she has made in her life hasn't always been the easy ones to make, Oh yeah, you know, for you and, you know, all the sacrifice and the sleepless nights. So you can definitely relate to her on a whole another level now. And then watching her grow into the role of grandmother, which is so rewarding. My mom's like, my mom cannot wait. She's like, I can't be wait to be a Nona and spoil them. And then go, here you go. Gave them uh-huh. some, I gave some ice cream. Here you go. You know, like payback's a bitch. You know? <laughs> like, no, she, she's going to be the most supportive, wonderful person in the world. She's like, I'm here for as much as you want or as little as you want. But it, we always are more on the, the excess side of more, just more, oh, more, more. You know? <laughs> especially with me and my mom. We're just, well, and you that- know, and that love, I wrote a poem in school that I, you know, we had in the uh, seventh grade you what is love mm-hmm. and it was a collage and an essay contest and I entered both I wrote a I wrote a poem and I also you know drew a picture and did a collage and uh, I actually won it and I talked about love for my mother <laughs> I'm obsessed with her she's <laughs> just Well, that's it for this episode of the Vibe Tribe podcast. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Vibe Tribe. If you'd like to contact us, and if you have any suggestions for topics in the future, please feel free to reach out to us via the email link in the description below. And certainly keep your eyes out for us on social media. Please give us a follow. And thanks again. 